This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. This is Rita Liu. You're listening to Her Vantage, and this is where we speak to women of influence and leadership. Bandon Ventures started its life as a social enterprise in September 2020 in the midst of the pandemic. They've evolved from gifting seedlings to urban community gardens to engaging with urban smallholder farmers. And today they've rescued 12,000 kilos of food, prevented 30,000 kilos of greenhouse gas emissions, accumulated close to 2,000 volunteer hours, and donated close to 15,000 seedlings and seeds. I'm here with co-founder Eileen Key. And of course, this adventure uh, started with her sister. Your story, however, began earlier than 2020. Um, what was the seed that got you started in 2019? I think it was a meeting with Jane Goodall. Yes, well, I've been an advisor with Roots and Shoots uh, Malaysia uh, that's been here for the last almost 10 years. And when you are around Jane, you always feel very inspired to give back. She has always said you can make a difference in life, You can, but you must make the decision. What is the difference you want to make? So I think we last, I was last with her in November 2019, which is a few months before lockdown, actually. Nobody could have seen the lockdown. And we traveled around the country uh, with her from Balloom to, uh, to Penang, the habitat. Um, and I was uh, lucky enough to be at the close range with Jane right. to get her vibe. Okay. And, you know, what made you decide to start this uh, in, in the pandemic? Ah, sitting um. Do you remember, Frida, during the pandemic, the farmers at Cameron Highlands, they had to throw away their fresh produce. Mm-hmm. And do you remember the images on the newspaper where people were queuing in soup kitchens and pawn shops? Pawn shops. Right. It was very distressing, actually. So as a family, we were, I mean, like you, everybody was donating money because it was the easiest and fastest way to get things done. Mm. Um. But at the same time, we knew that food security was an issue. Right. Right? Because there was this mismatch. Right. There's a huge huge disconnect, right? One don't enough food and one food is being thrown away. Because they couldn't get it down to the urban areas to sell, Mm. you know, which uh, is a disaster. I'm sorry, you've got this background noise there. (laughs) Okay, doesn't matter. So, okay, now what then are you guys trying to do with your with your ventures? Well, you know, Frida, you called me at a very exciting time because we're about to sign a an agreement and under a memorandum of understanding with the authorities up in Kedah, right? We'll be um, helping farmers there, mm-hmm. where they will be doing sustainable rice farming. They they are already doing rice farming, mm-hmm. but there is a group uh, of farmers that the authorities are encouraging to take up my gap. My gap is my meaning Malaysia gap is good agricultural practices with respect to their the way they do things. Right. So we okay. are venturing out there Kedah already. Uh, well, okay. soon. Okay. And so the, interesting. I'm excited about that. So you got paddy, and I know like you've done different different things with different different plants and vegetables. Um, you know this this yeah. AU. What's this AU community you work with and your chili projects? Yes. Okay. So AU two is the community garden. 
mm-hmm. based in uh, actually just three kilometers from the KLCC. And they were recommended to me from Yayasan Hasana, which is the foundation under Kazana. Yes. That's how I met them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for the last three years, we've been working together. They've been wanting to learn how to grow crops commercially. Right. Uh, but it's not easy, they've realized, to do crops commercially. So we did various test projects like chili and watermelons. And now we've committed 10,000 seedlings towards their project because we're going to train them to uh, grow seedlings from scratch. Um, and that in itself is going to be an interesting project. Right. But right. I'm backing them up 10,000 seedlings anyway. Chilies are not easy to plant. No, they're crazy. During the pandemic, okay. my sister and I, we did 1,500 uh, chili plants ourselves under a grant that we got. Mm-hmm. You know, during the pandemic, everybody was trying different things, baking, etc. We we crazy sisters decided how difficult can it be to grow chilies, right? Very, very, and uh, one thousand five hundred of them, and I was doing it from sidling all the right. way to supermarket. So I right. even packed and priced wow. them, cleaned them, and I worked with AU two to sort them, you know, okay. clean them, package them, tie the ribbon put the pricing on. So we went from seedling to supermarket. Okay, <laughs> Best right. experience ever, Frida. And I, I have forever since bowed down to the farmers. Okay, yes. They are my now, hero. You, yeah, you mentioned that you've received, uh, you know, I, I know that you've received funding of the years. And then, so this is the Hasana one. Um, what was the Hasana special brought for periodontal health? What What is what is this yes. area you're looking at? This area is actually, Frida, everything we're doing really points towards food security. Because mm-hmm. food security is not just access to food, which was the Cameron Highlands problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is, do you have the right set of teeth to eat? Mm. Right. That right. is also a food security problem. Yeah. You may be full, but you're malnourished. By eating all the wrong food. But, you know, right. a periodontal means your gum disease. That means you've got no teeth. It's all falling out. Right. And when it's all falling out, you can only eat soft food. So your diet is very, very skewed. Well, there's so much right. to go Your, into this. Yeah. So but so everything we do is for security. So even the farmers in Kada mm. is for security. If you do sustainable uh farming with my gap, mm-hmm. you are literally doing food fit for purpose. Because the other side of food security is the quality of the food has to be there, right? Right. Mm. Okay. Now another one that you've managed to you once saved eleven thousand kilos of pumpkins when the prices crash why did it crash and how did you manage to to salvage them well you know the thing with uh once you get to know farmers you get to know their lives and um there was too much supply of pumpkins there's no central coordination in the country as you know everybody just have just plants what they think will make money and pumpkin was one such crop Okay. And it, it, the price crashed to the extent that it was not worth the farmer harvesting it and carrying it to the markets. Right. So we decided that we shall uh, rescue the food okay. on the ground. And okay. it went out to various PPRs, public housing places, PPRs. Right. You know, you were saying that there's no central coordination. Is that something that we should be looking at? Or is that then your purpose? 
Well, you know, Frida, I don't want to get into that because, you know, that's like command economy, which is what Russia did like 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I think the government is on it in the sense that, you know, you got the agricultural ministry and they have divided parts of uh, Malaysia up. Like, you know, okay. parts of Selangor is in charge of uh, uh, lemongrass, etc. So I think there is the there are elements of it. Okay. Um, I don't know enough. You right. know, but obviously private sector, a lot of them, like sometimes I get phone calls, please, can you mm. come and rescue spring onions from the wholesale market? Mm. Overplanted because, you know, spring onions used to be a really good cash crop, but mm. the pricing wasn't great that day mm. or that week. And there were 400 kilos of spring onions available. Well, what do you do when you get these calls? And they say, okay, so then what do we do now? We we try to give, we try to sell it. We try to give it to the PPR. You know, I guess what do you got? What do both the sisters get up to when you get these kind of calls? Well, when we do get these kind of calls, I mean, usually it's with from our partners, the Lost Food Project, who do a great job. Right. And when they have surplus, which is something, well, if they have surplus, that means wow, big time. So we'll come in and then we will send it out to. AU2 and other communities. AU2, okay. because they, they, they have 600 over commu- uh, families living there. Right. I mean, literally, you can see KLCC from their, from their low-cost houses, right? Flats. Right. Okay. So, so interesting. So, you also work with the likes. You work with different partners like the Lost Food Project. Um, you try, of course, try to sell them, try to look at. So, you've got to get those, the supply chain in various, in various sectors, right? Okay, I know that you've got uh, three farms. According to your website, maybe uh, you know you can correct me if I'm wrong. But I'd like to find out a little bit more what you're doing at the farms. Uh, stay tuned to her vantage. I was here with Eileen Key from Abundant Ventures, BFM eighty nine point nine. Because friends matter, BFM eighty nine point nine. The Business Station. Morning, this is Frida Liu. If you've just joined us, I'm here speaking to Eileen Key from Abundant Ventures. Uh, it's a social enterprise which started in uh, 2020 in the midst of pandemic. And of course, they work with farmers in many, many other areas as well. Now, over the years, uh, post-pandemic kind of thing, you have your, your three farms, right? So tell me about these three farms and what do you do there? Well, I'm trying to uh, remember them. Okay, the one that's very active is the one in Churras, mm-hmm. uh, Taman Malu. So we've been helping the farmer there. And he is a full-time farmer. He's an urban farmer uh, to do the two rounds of rock melons already. He's mm-hmm. trying to get out of, but well, he is very good at, at uh, brinjols, uh-huh. you know, which okay. is a staple. And Frida, back to the periodontal disease, gum disease, People like brinjols because it's a soft food. Okay. So much to learn. You know? Okay. Right, right. Okay. Now, when you look at what you do, right, what would you say is a social, what, what, what's the business model? Where is the so, revenue coming um, from? Well, we, okay. Well, we have been trying very hard to see whether we can uh, find businesses that we can make money on. And we are not there yet, Frida. So we are very much on a grant and on a donor uh, model currently. But it is always our ambition to find that uh, holy grail. 
okay you know what do you, what do you think are the possibilities because i'm listening you know what do you think are possibilities because people listening in and say okay maybe we can come in this way this way what are the possibilities you all are looking at well, you know, we have corpus who come in and do uh, volunteer work and they do make a contribution financially towards it. So we have posted that on our Instagram mm-hmm. because uh, for them, they have funds, right, uh, yeah. that they want to plug and play. So we are a good plug and play uh, story. Not only okay. story, I mean, you're really hands on. You've got to do your right. work. Right. And uh, you should come down and meet the community out in Taman Maluri and also at AU2 if you're in Kuala Lumpur. And eventually, when we get ourselves sorted in Kedah, so okay. we will have 30 over farms. So when you talk about three farms, well, I hope to leapfrog into 30 farms uh, by the end of this year. Right. right? And when you, when you say corporations come in, uh, is, apart from funding, do they also get their staff involved? Is that the idea? Yes, so, yes, so- yes, yes. So CIMB Bank in particular uh, have been coming regularly. I mean, not because I sit on the board of CIMB that they are there. In fact, they were already coming before I, I sat on the board of, of right. the bank. We okay. do have other copies. And we posted them on our Instagram that come right. come down and volunteer and, and then contribute financially because they learn. They get to learn all about urban farming and what they right. can do. Okay. So obviously your 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 backstory is working in the corporate world. <laughs> well, and what made you do I mean because this this make this leap obviously is you know you, you've been working with uh, 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 roots fruits and shoots <laughs> and all that right <laughs> so but I think, what uh, you, you know yeah. Frida my, my family if you know a little bit about them they've always been in uh, in the business of uh, giving okay. I mean my grandfather uh, grandparents they've you know they got school buildings on with their names on it. I mean, it's very typical kind of uh, family setup. You know, right. when you do well, you give back to community. So I grew up with all that. That's just like ordinary cause of business. Mm. Okay. Um, so it's nothing new in our family, to be honest. The only new thing is we corporatized it under the company called Abundant Ventures in Jambahan. Right. And you and then beyond now now you've gone into farms. Um so do you have staff or are you working largely with volunteers? Okay, fortunately uh, for us, I have a, a staff that sits remotely from me in, in Sydney. I mean they, they he was working with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, uh, everything can be done remotely, right? So he's mm-hmm. he's based out in Sydney. I have uh, a, a, an intern who's fantastic, and she's second year, mm-hmm. a university student, very right. talented. And then, of course, we always have our volunteers. We, we just finished having six volunteers from uh, Roots and Shoots uh, Malaysia program, and they, right. they were working with us. So these volunteers that come in, uh, they support mm-hmm. you on the ground. Uh, what sort of, what kind of, how do they support you with, with, with volunteers? What kind of volunteers are you looking for? Ah, there you go. There we are. Um, actually, normally uh, we love volunteers uh, who are creative. So mm-hmm. whoever likes to do research and, and then do uh, Instagram posts, and FB posts, uh, LinkedIn posts, and write that's articles. Sort of that's one kind. So you can right. be a desktop environmental warrior okay. with us. That's okay. one way of doing it if you've got no time. The other way is come down to the community gardens like AU2. It's fantastic at the weekend. It's so relaxing uh, to be with uh, the B40 community. I don't ever think of them as B40, to be honest with you, right. because their lives are so rich in the way they live. 
Mm. Uh, they may be poor, challenged financially, but their hearts are very, very rich. Right. Okay. Now, um, you talk about how corporations can help other than financial and, you know, I guess it's part of their, part of their sustainable sustainability program is beyond CSR. It could be part of the initiative, right? Um, are there yes. any other highlights that you would like, like to share, you know, having started Abundant Ventures and, you know, the, the joys and the challenges? Oh, I, I must tell you, Frida, the chili planting thing really, I think, turned my hair white. Uh, you know, because, you know, on paper, you just say, oh, 1,500 chilies times two kilos, you know, they can go to four, but let's not be ambitious. Let's just do two kilos. So you get 3,000 kilos and then you multiply by, a, you know, you think, oh, okay, let me multiply it by, what's the price? Let's say eight, you know, market mm. selling, supermarkets doing at 12 or 14. You say, okay, let's not be too ambitious. And then what's the reality? The reality is it's not going to come in at two kilos. Mm. right? You have all sorts of pests coming your way. Mm. Then you go to the wholesale, because when we started to get 100, 150 kilos a week, we thought, oh, yeah. this is really great. Okay. But guess what? The supermarkets that we work with, and they're very small, because the big ones won't have us, we're too right. small. They can't take that kind of volume. Okay. So where can you go? And you've got like two days, they're perishable. Right. So you go to the wholesale market in Salayang during COVID, right? Tons of people there in COVID moving food. And then you go to the wholesaler and he says, oh, well, I'm not sure what price I'm going to give you. I'm like, what kind of business is this? Take it so you, put, yeah, so you put your produce there and you think, I think, so what's the price today? I don't know. Yesterday was about eight, you know, but today not sure because it really depends on how many people come and, and I think to myself, how do the farmers do this business? Right, right. It's, do you know it's what a I mean? It's a humbling yeah. experience. But it's real. That's right. how it's done. So no, three days later, I get a phone call. Okay, uh, $6.50, that's what you got. And and oh. you just have to work like that. Wow. And, you know, I'm trained as a lawyer. So you can you can just imagine my, my <laughs> brain was like, this is not right, right? This doesn't make sense. But I can tell you, having... Um, being in the zone, so to speak. Right. That's how it works. That's why I want to corporates to work with me to support the farmers. That's why I right. came up the highlight gift certificate program. What yeah. happens that you know, Frida, in the Western world, you can do buy a tree, donate a tree, and give right. it as a birthday. Right? right. Okay. So dear Frida, happy birthday. I planted one tree for you. So I did that with um the gift certificates for siblings. So we were selling five ringgit per seedling and people were buying it as gifts of this. Dear Frida, 10 seedlings planted for you by Farmer X and you are helping the community by doing this, you know? And um, so this way, when the farmers, um, when the farmers, when the farmers are planting the rock melon, we don't know whether any rock melon will come out the other end for sale right? Most of it may not. So what happens is at least from that $5, I take some of that to pay the, the farmer before his crop is even harvested on, and sold. So he has some mitigating uh, fund, some fund there to at least cover partially some of his costs. So that was the thinking behind it. How can we help them? 
So this way, everybody wins. You get a certificate, wish you a happy birthday, Frida. I get some money. The farmer who has taken all the risk, uh, I mean, you know, gets some money from day one. In, in an, in an ideal, in a, okay, not ideal situation, like if you were to say 2024, what would be the focus for abundant ventures? What would be your immediate concern apart from your farm in Kedah? What will, else would you like to see change? Well, you know, Frida, I am concerned uh, about climate change. It's a, a very serious problem. I mean, we talk about it, okay? But let me tell you, I've been out in Kedah. I've seen the ground crack. Yeah, it's, it's drought. We're going to have droughts and we're going to have floods. Right. We need to really start thinking about climate mitigation businesses. Right. You know, in, in Vietnam and all, they have got, uh, they got the pest resistant paddy, right? China, they all did that. They all did their, their research, but they don't have drought resistant paddy. Right. Right. Okay. Or climate change resistant paddy, if you want to talk about it. And there are only three carbohydrates that feed the world and rice is one of them. Mm. So it is a grave concern. So unless we start changing our diets, Frida. Mm, mm, and, uh, so that's what I mean by climate change, climate right. change adaptation. We have a problem. We have problems, but also huge opportunities if we sit down and think about it. Right. Whether whether things can be solved through agri-tech uh, research so that we do have drought-resistant paddy and all that. So but that's... Yeah. So, so these are things that we have to look at. And that's that's a very good example, right? You say in Kedah, we, we're sitting here in our bangsa bubble, as they say, out of sight does not mean it should be out of mind. Um, yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for the work that you're doing, you know, and, and in, being on the ground and uh, understanding what the farmers are doing. And hopefully, you know, corporations coming in, individuals coming in can also come and support this as well. Been speaking to Eileen yeah. Key, co-founder of Abundant Ventures, and you've been listening to Her Vantage, EFM 89.9. been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.